Hello gamers, and welcome to the eSports Lifestyle. I'm your host, Jack Tupta, here to bring you some spicy topics about eSports. Now let's dive right in. Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the eSports Lifestyle. I'm your host, Jack Tupta, or Yak, whatever you want to call me. And we are going to be going over just an introduction to the entirety of this podcast. I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while, especially around esports, since that's what I'm involved in for the most part nowadays. So if you don't know who I am, I'm going to give you guys an introduction. And if you do know who I am, I'm sorry, you're going to hear a lot of stuff you probably already know. But I have been interested in esports ever since I was a young kid. I grew up watching my brother play games such as like Call of Duty. Um, that's really where it started. I just watched him play with a bunch of his friends and I thought it was really interesting. They'd always get super competitive and aggressive when they're playing. And if you know esports, that's, you know, the highlight of it. It's it's all aggressive and, you know, interesting stuff to to follow. But anyways, uh the first game I'd say I actually got into is probably Crash Team or, or I guess it was Crash Nitro Kart, which is um a racing game that came out uh, I played it on the PlayStation 2, but it also came out on the GameCube and uh, Xbox, like the original Xbox, I believe. But anyways, I played it on the PlayStation 2, and I was super competitive. Like, anyone who played me could not touch me. I loved the game. Racing games, or kart racing games specifically, were amazing to me. They're so much fun. Uh, so, yeah, I, I started on that, and I think that was, like, the beginning of my competitive career or my esports career. So after that, um, obviously that game wasn't online. So with games like Call of Duty and stuff, as I grew up, um, my parents allowed me to play those games, obviously, because I was too young. That's why I started out with kart racers. So um, I would dive a little bit into the Call of Duty scene and get a little more competitive and aggressive with those kinds of games. Played a lot with my friends, did a little bit of competitions like online, nothing like spectacular, just like in-game tournaments or whatever. Um, it wasn't until I was probably in like my senior year, junior year of high school, when I actually took on my first, you know, legit organization ran tournament. Um, matter of fact, my very first tournament that I played in, uh, you know, outside of like an online game was a Smash Bros. tournament here at the University of Akron, which is where I attend and where I compete at. Um, the tournament was in Smash Bros, and Smash Bros is a game that I was significantly better than my friends at, and I thought I was, you know, amazing. I'd play online, and I'd do very well. Uh, I'd play against people locally, and I'd, do, I'd, I'd also do well. Like, nobody could really beat me, and everyone just knew me as the Smash Bros king around here. Um, then I went to my tournament here for the first time, and actually, I'm not going to lie, I did good. I won my first three games, which is pretty crazy. Uh, best out of three, I beat all of them. And then I ran into someone that I knew I was better than, like, after I played him. Uh, or at least at the time, I was like, dang, I, like, I should have won that. Um, but I lost to him, so I didn't make it out to, like, whatever it was, like, top 32. But for my first tournament ever, that was pretty good. You know, I was pretty satisfied. Um, and that was the beginning of something awesome. Um, then I found through a friend of mine who mentioned, you know, this tournament venue that hosts weekly tournaments uh, about 30 minutes away. And there I went like weekly, like every week I'd go there. It was just part of my routine. And, um, I learned a lot there and I made a lot of friends who are still my friends today who competed in the game. And they all basically like trained me. Like I literally would hang out with them and they'd just show me things, tell me what I'm doing wrong. <clears throat> they would even, you know, watch, 
you know, the old streams of the gameplay and like look at my gameplay and say like, hey, this was stupid. Don't do that. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, that's basically where I began and uh, where, you know, esports came into play for me. And, you know, it's worth mentioning, actually, uh, Crash Team Racing, the reboot, which was called uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. It came out in 2019, I believe. Uh, I was actually online, uh, like, standings-wise. I was the number one player in the world for a while. And it's actually funny because, like I said, Crash Nitro Kart uh, was my first, like, favorite game. And still to this day, it was, like, one of the most, like, memorable games to me. Uh, like, nostalgia-wise, if I went back and played that exact one, I'd be so happy. <clears throat> so, that game, I actually... Uh, the new the new reboot of it it's actually a reboot of an older game called you know just crash team racing but crash nitro Kart is also in that series but um i was the number one racer in the world for that so it's kind of funny how i came from that place you know you know back in the day when i was little i played that game so competitively i thought it was amazing and then when it came to online in a newer version i'm the number one player in the world that is insane but the game isn't really updated now so not a lot of people are playing it anymore but um a really good memory to be had and i'll never forget that so anyways, that's about it for me in the past. As of now, I'm competing at the University of Akron for Smash Bros. Last semester, last two semesters, actually, I played on the Call of Duty team. Um, and now I'm on the Smash Bros. team, which I've been competing in for several years now. Uh, Smash Bros. has been a big part of my life. Uh, not competitively, but until this newest game, Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, that's when I really started to get more competitive and try and play at a different level than casually, you know, with my buddies. And uh, along with that, some of my friends have done it as well. So I can't really play the game for fun anymore. It's considered a party game, not really a fighting game. Um, so when I play with my friends, I play too competitive, so it's not really always <laughs> the most fun for them. But either way, I love the game. Uh, it's come a long way, and there's a lot of other fighting games out there that people are trying to replace it with, but they'll never be as good as this game in my opinion. But um, anyways, that's where I stand in esports realm. Now, if you want to get technical, uh, I do compete professionally for a mobile game called Brawl Stars, which I have a dedicated podcast that we'll come into in a later episode about mobile games, so I'll talk about that at a later date. Um, and I'm familiar with just about every other eSport I've at least played it, um, such as like Valorant, Rocket League, Fortnite. I've played probably most eSports out there. Um, the ones I haven't played is CSGO and League of Legends, but they're easier to understand if you watch them enough. Um, so in an esports perspective, I'm familiar with just about every esport, uh, regardless if I play it. I try to keep up with everything. I even uh, work with a company uh, based in Avon, Ohio, that uh, basically coaches, you know, teams like high school teams and even college teams if needed, or just individuals in that game. And uh, I do coaching for them for Smash Ultimate, obviously. So, anyways, that's a long, short <laughs> intro to me and again if you knew already all that stuff then sorry about that but um let's talk more about esports in a general a general scheme of things obviously i'm going to narrow it down in the next few episodes but right now um you know what is esports you know you're probably in here and you're like okay this guy's just talking about himself a lot i don't really know what's going on as i mentioned there's different esports like rocket league for example is the game where you're racing around as cars hitting a soccer ball and can you believe it? They made a real sport out of it. They made a they made a, a sport called soccer based on this game, Rocket League. It's crazy. They copied it. Rocket League is a lot of fun. 3v3 in the competitive scene. And it, this is how it differs, right? Because there's casual play 
which is like, you know, you can play one versus one or two versus two, three versus three, and even like four versus four. Um, some maps are different sizes and stuff. I believe in the competitive scene, it doesn't matter too much, but there are some maps that are like illegal, you know, sizes or shapes that you may be familiar with if you play the game casually. But in a competitive scene, and this goes for all esports, there's like hundreds of restrictions for certain games. Like, let's talk about like Call of Duty, for example. You know, Call of Duty, the newest one called Call of Duty Vanguard has probably over like 50 different weapons. Now, you can use all those weapons if you're playing in a public match, you know, for funsies. But if you hop into like a tournament or the competitive in-game mode or even like watch a broadcast for like the professional or college scene, they're only using like two or three weapons, if that. And that's because there's a restriction on, you know, just about every single weapon except like one or two in each class, which is like assault rifles, snipers, submachine guns, pistols, etc. So there, there's like endless uh, problems with that. It just gets very repetitive when everyone's using the same gun. And obviously there's like attachments where you can mix it up a little bit. But even then, there's only like one or two builds that, uh, you know, as far as attachments that can differ from each other. So everyone's essentially running around with the same gun. So although some of these games that are out there when you first play them in a casual way, and even if it's like a competitive game, um, they may have, you know, like all this, all this different stuff when you first hop in there. But uh, competitive scenes tend to ban some things, um, even like maps. I think the only game um, that really doesn't, have much changes from casual to competitive is the game Valorant and that is because the casual play is basically already competitive and um, all the competitive things and casual things kind of combine so uh, regardless if you're playing for fun or competitively I think everything is the same now there's a couple different teams out there like FaZe, Optic, 100 Thieves these are just a couple examples but they're all teams that are a big organization now you might hear their names and be like, oh, that's a Call of Duty team phase, you know, or Optic. Oh, they, they have a Rocket League team or whatever. I don't even think they have a Rocket League team. <laughs> but all these esports organizations can have multiple teams, you know. It's not like, you know, think of like the Cavs. Like, oh, the Cavs, they're a basketball team. Oh, Atlanta phase, they're a Call of Duty team. No, they, I mean, while yes, they do have a Call of Duty team, they also may have, you know, a, a Valorant team, a Rocket League team all these different things. Um, so when you're talking esports, it's not just a sport. It's several different <laughs> sub-sports, I guess. Because, um, you know, it, say, like, my best example is a high school picks up a, a sport. You know, it's just one sport. You need staff for it. You need players, and then you're done. Esports, you need a coach, but you need players for, you know, Rocket League. You need players for Valorant. You need players for League of Legends. You need all these different, you know, and even then you need coaches. So, it's not just one sport. Esports is several sports, and that's, I think, the biggest miscommunication there. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I kind of touched on a bunch of different points, but I really just wanted to introduce the general scheme of esports in case you guys are unfamiliar with it, because if you aren't, then you're going to be getting into a podcast where you won't really know what's going on moving forward. So thanks for listening in, guys, and I'll catch you guys next time.